welcome to Tweaking Geek 31. Recorded in a quaalude-filled cell in Roman Polanski's basement. What? With a jacuzzi. Please. No one else likes that one? Who's Roman? Come on, it's topical. Roman Polanski? Who's that? Uh, are you serious? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. That's big news. I, I don't He's a either. famous director that was convicted of raping a 13-year-old 30 years ago. He has been on the run in Europe <laughs> trying to trying to get back into the U.S., but as soon as he sets foot in the U.S., they're going to arrest his butt. And Switzerland gave him some kind of award. He crossed the border, and then they arrested him, and they're extraditing him back to the U.S. Wow, you didn't even have to, like, embellish that story to make it funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. Yes, I he's been on the run producing Academy Award-winning movies. <laughs> oh. And it's so terrible that he hasn't been able to collect his Oscar. Oh, woe is me. Well, let me just say before we talk any more about that, I'm one of your hosts, Craig. That's... I'm Lori, a sometimes host. I'm pointing at Mike right now. I'm Pat, one of your hosts. I'm your host, Troy McClure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Troy. Ow. You've been dying to use that for days, haven't you? Actually, minutes. Wow. Those must have been the longest minutes of your life. They were. Not nearly as long as the next 60 are going to be. (laughs) Yeah. Let's pray they get over quickly. So we have some business we need to take care of. I'm going to bring it up so we can get it out of the way. Okay. Hold on. Does this business involve maybe eating something? Yes. Uh, Apparently, I am stupid because I was sure they were going to have Beatles in the iTunes store, and they did not. And I promised that I would eat a hat, but no, no, not just a hat. That filth. Your hat. My hat. That filthy, gross hat. I so I really don't think away. this is very sanitary. It, it is. You, you, if you eat your own hat, then you're just getting your own germs back, and you're immune to it. So <laughs> how is your hat? Munch away. All right. Fun. I am now currently eating my hat. Here goes the bill. Here's the the the, the, the beanie part. <laughs> and here's I knew that, I should have gone to Craig's house. Here's that clip in the back. Mmm, boy, that was really like one of the most hellish experiences I've ever had. I promise I will never doubt the three of you ever again. Wow. Let's take a vote. Who believes that Craig just ate his hat? Yeah, I don't hear funny. any yeses. <laughs> oh. Craig, I'm actually on your side, and I don't think you'd have to eat your hat, but you shouldn't lie about it. I wasn't lying about it, I was reverse truth telling about it. <laughs> I, 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 by stating that I ate the hat in some alternate universe, I've actually eaten the hat. So, but anyway, I, I was wrong. You guys are right. Actually, I believe you clearly said last time that you would eat this universe's rendition of your hat. I, I believe I said I would eat and digest it. And, and yes. if any of you know me, you know that I don't really digest anything very well. So, so the fact of the matter is, it was a flawed premise. So let's move right along. I was wrong. You were right. I'm stupid. You guys are smart. I'm ugly. You're good looking. You're talented, and I'm and I'm untalented. So there we go. Have I? Oh, that sounds a lot like hey. the song that Pat and I sing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, but we had too much uh, too much information there. So Pat. Um, <laughs> all flattering aside, I mean, are we satisfied here, or do we need to see some more hat eating? 
I knew he was going to lie about it, so... Oh, okay. Oh, you guys, you know me so well. <laughs> this is so intimate. Uh, okay, so now we have, like, some other awesome stuff to talk about that's, like, way more interesting than me pretending to eat my hat. Okay. I would, actually, I would hardly even call that pretending, so... <laughs> so, no, so really we all had some homework to do. This is going to be so much did fun. We, did we all do our homework? Yes, we did. Are we actually going to manage to like report back on everything we promised to in the time that we promised? Yes. I think so. Wow. This is going to be awesome. Hopefully this podcast will not go two hours. Well, we're only 11 minutes into it, so we have 20 minutes to talk about the next thing. So, Let's get cracking. All right. Craig, I know you're super excited. I am so. super excited. All right. So I had an idea that we should come up with a pretty much a pilot of a, of a sci-fi show that uh, would never kind of come on, you know, that we thought would be either the best, I'm making quotey fingers, sci-fi show to uh, complement the release of a Stargate Universe in a couple of weeks, or I think in a week, or I think it's this week, actually. But anyway, so we all came up with, it looks like, well, I don't know, Pat, that uh, space in the thing looks pretty small, so I'm not sure if you came up with one. But Pat's is a oh, really just, short premise. I just haven't pasted mine in. Oh, okay. I'm holding it. Really oh, long. okay. So we all... Everyone look away. Okay. Well, all right. I'll, we'll look away. We're looking away, and you're going to turn the text white, right? Because we none yep. of us know what we did for our... We, we're all hiding it from each other. None of us have com- conferred about this earlier, right? Not as far as I know. Oh. Are you implying that we're all going to have the same thing? No, but I think we're going to... I just I'm so excited because I think you guys are so creative, and I'm so uncreative. No, mine's pretty terrible. I'll tell you that right now. I was going to say, I hope Craig's prepared to be disappointed. Oh, okay. I thought that was the point. They were supposed to be really terrible. I think mine's really terrible, so... <laughs> All right. So, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, like, how are we going to rate these? Like, we're like, 1 is Meet Joe Black, and 5 is Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, and, like, 10 is Glitter. <laughs> And if you're better than glitter, you're just off the scale. Good, and we can't even consider your idea. Exactly. I don't know what glitter. I don't okay. know what glitter is either. Apparently, I live under a rock. Oh my god! Oh, well, th- I I don't know what glitter is. Either. Thank you. Oh my god! All right, let's. <laughs> it's sparkly stuff that you put on your face when you go. Oh, okay. I know what glitter is. No, it was a terrible movie a couple years ago. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't Starring know. Starring Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mariah. Okay. Oh, I, I, we have three categories. That I've just I, I've just come up with this now. Here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna have three categories: the lamest one, the the weirdest one, and the actual one that might be best. And even if they're all really bad. So, without further ado, who wants to go first? I think you should go first, Craig. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I'm going to turn the text black here. Do you want us to read along? No, you, you can. I, I want to. Don't read out loud with me. I'll read. All right. I, I want to listen. All right. Here, here's my here's my idea for a show. It's called 2012. Because <laughs> that's, that's kind of like the thing these days. 2012. All right. On a mining ship in the near future, i.e. the year 2012, the crew while mining an asteroid in the asteroid belt. Whoa! They're going to be mining ships by 2012. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut up. Let me finish. No, no. This is it. Gets better. The crew, while mining an asteroid, an asteroid belt, finds a pocket of a mineral that, when a human is exposed to it, causes a massive buildup of energy in them that gradually increases until the person dies—a gory and explosive death—and the chemical is contagious. However, in a weird twist of coincidence, 
the coming of this event or finding this chemical is in the, the 2012 thing that is predicted by the Mayan calendar. It turns out that the only way to counteract the effect is to use an artifact found in an ancient Mayan pyramid that dissipates energy by granting any wish that the user has. <laughs> a shadowy New Zealand corporation begins mass producing these devices. The show will revolve around a secret Knights Templar-like Mexican secret society that goes around trying to stop people from making stupid wishes that will destroy the world. Luckily, most people are retarded and wish for stupid crap like a bonnet for their kitten or another pack of cigarettes. Why no one ever thinks to wish for the reversal of this effect is evidence that the show will have bad writing. Wow. 20, Craig, did you cheat off mine? No, I didn't. Mine, mine involved... So wait, have any of you guys seen or read Sphere by Michael Crichton? Yes, I have. So my biggest complaint about Sphere is that at the end they're like, oh, and we wish that most of this had never happened, except for all the dead people who will stay dead. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't copy Sphere. I, 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 had, I read it a long time ago, so, but I did not copy it. I think you copied mine. I did not copy yours. I have not read yours. I, I, put, I came up with mine last night. Look at the history. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So there we go. Mine is 2012. So next would be Pat. I didn't title mine. Turn it, turn it black. I, I don't think mine... You turn it black. All right. You, all right. Here we go. There, it's black. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's mine. The premise is teenagers are disappearing across America and the disappearances get linked to an online video game. Then at the end of Season 1, we learn it's a game run by Cthulhu and the Great Old Ones uh, from Lovecraft. Except in Season 2, we find out it's the result of a reality TV show that has corrupted the game. Then we learn that it's the show you're watching that's actually done. Kind of like The Ring. Only at the very end, you find out that... It's actually been evil soulless orphans. <laughs> nice. Well, that that's my a soul or a show about wow. orphans and the ridding of the world of teenagers. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, who's next? Mike. Okay, so mine's called Space Portal. <laughs> Uh, in the two-hour pilot episode, a bunch of archaeologists dig, dig up an ancient square-shaped device from some Mayan ruins. <laughs> a top-secret government agency, with the help of Pat Harlan, nerd extraordinaire, is able to decipher the mysterious glyphs on the device and activate it. Turns out the device is a space portal, securing one end of a wormhole that leads somewhere else in the galaxy. A crack team of Navy SEALs, led by General Craig Bossy and Pat, go through the space portal and find themselves on an Earth-like planet amid what appears to be modern day mining structures. <laughs> the team discovers that an alien race has enslaved the local Mayans, much like what was done in early Earth's history. Pat meets a local Mayan, Laurie. <laughs> A battle for the slate's freedom ensues, and after our protagonist win, Pat decides to stay on the distant planet to be with Laurie. <laughs> the way I see it, this show will be so good, it'll probably spin off a couple of other shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I like Space Portal. This sounds like a show I might watch. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the spin-offs sound good, too. So, that's... You're, I, I was thinking uh, <laughs> Space Portal 1 which could be abbreviated SP-1, <laughs> and perhaps Space Portal Atlantis. Oh, dear. No, space Portal Technoctitlan. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, can we find? Can we find the no Eldorado space portal Eldorado? <laughs> it's in it's in the galaxy wow. of Centaur. No, but we have to name it the space portal to Eldorado. Oh, the space portal to Eldorado. <laughs> that's that's a very original show, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, there's nothing like it out there. No. So, Lori, it looks like you have about five paragraphs here because you have like about ten lines. So, this this is going to be good, isn't it? Wait a minute, oh. I need each paragraph two lines. Well, they're very short paragraphs. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to black. Okay. So the name of the show is called Dream Police, <laughs> and first of all, the cheap trick song will be the theme song. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, uh, a college senior, the protagonist, a girl named Fiona, is trying to balance her social life, a, diffi- a difficult course learning as a chemistry major, and a new skill by being brought to crime scenes in her sleep. Like Alias and Buffy, there'll be a certain juxtaposition of a normal person trying to lead a normal life in these completely unbelievable circumstances and awesome responsibilities. When she sleeps, Fiona has extremely vivid dreams where she seems crimes being committed. Sometimes the crimes are in the past, present, or future. There is no boundary, but they always seem to occur within driving distance for her. And then I was hoping we could do our transcontinental crime for Sweet 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 if it, you know, stays going. Can you say that? Sweet Sweet. Sweet I'm having like a lispy thing today, I guess. Uh, anyway, it's not just Fiona that's seeing the crime. The criminals can see her too. And she's wearing her pajamas. <laughs> And I can already see that the hilarity will ensue when Fiona falls asleep after a Halloween party in her costume as she watches a priceless work of art being stolen from a museum while she's wearing her hair <laughs> all caught on surveillance tape. And then, with the help of her friend Regan, a physics major intensely interested in the phenomenon of astral projection and the reticent assistance of a family friend, Detective Dirk Haley, Fiona tries to right past wrongs, protect innocents from being hurt, bringing guilty people to justice, and saving the future, all while memorizing possible physical organic reactions that can occur on her exams. Wow. I have one question yes. before I vote on anything. So you said that the, uh, the, the bad people can see her when she sees them in the dream? Right. So when she sees people from the past, that means they've already seen her? Exactly. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Yes. This. I don't want to violate any of the time travel rules we went over back in episode 28 or whatever. Well, now, do we have to come up with some astral projection rules? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> eh, maybe. Next time on Tweaking Geek. Astral projection rules, 101. Yes. So, nope, guys, I just astral projected to that episode and it's going to suck. Let's change it. Okay. No, but then you'll be ruining causality. And you'll be violating that. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, do we have to vote on these now, or argue? It, look, it looks like some of us already won. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't you know it? With the, all of the categories have been filled. I added another category uh, so that we'd have four, so we could all win a prize, because I like self-esteem. <laughs> so all right so what's lame i vote for craig not his show just Craig. <laughs> but my show was okay wasn't it i i like the i like the one where you have to make a wish to like dissipate the energy 
<laughs> I like the Mexican secret society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, you guys. Yeah, all right. So I'll, t- but I'll take the lame prize. You know, I, I take it where you can get it. That's what I say. <laughs> all right. So I'd have to vote good- for the best one. The best good one is like Lori's. I actually might watch that show. So yeah, I think she actually worked at hers, whereas the rest of us clearly made ours up in the space of about two minutes each. Exactly. Right. I didn't work that hard on mine. But it's, you even came up with creative names. And you had big words. Yes, Thank like you. reticent. Yeah, and... Uh, Juxtaposition. Yeah, that was the other one. See, I feel like I should have just been casting across my desk for things, and it would have been like, you know, a kid finds a magic computer mouse and uses it along with some <gasps> poster putty and a pair of golf balls. <laughs> Was it called MacGyver Jr.? Yeah. It's called <clears throat> Office Supply, the show. I'm sorry, but now I'm pulling a Craig where I try to enter a contest twice. Uh-oh. <laughs> Would it be the same if I didn't? But I only entered this contest once. So, the weirdest entry? Pat's mom. Pat's mom. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Exactly. Pat's mom, Cthulhu. Or I'm sorry, Mrs. Cthulhu. You know, just leave it to Pat. Whenever he can, he always like incorporates Cthulhu. Well, see, Pat's... Cthulhu's cool. Cthulhu's kind of badass. And Pat's mom fits perfectly in there, because we can't really describe it, because if we talked about Pat's mom, we'd all go insane from the description. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I, I thought that was gonna, I thought that was gonna flop. But you giggled, Pat. Thank you. So we just lost like one of our only listeners. Who? Pat's mom? Yes. Or Cthulhu. No, Pat's mom. Because <laughs> that that just leaves your mom, my mom, and Lori's mom now. If you listen to Tweaking, if you, if you even talk about the subject matter on Tweaking Geek, you'll go insane. <laughs> <laughs> and the most original is. Well, clearly Space Portal. That was very exciting. <laughs> I think Space Portal's got a lot of potential here. It really does. I, I, Until it gets canceled and then comes back and shouldn't. It's kind of funny how we had two Mayan-themed TV shows in one episode, or one, you know, one contest. That was pretty good. That's why I thought you stole from me. No, I, I honestly didn't steal from you. We just, apparently, we think a lot about See science. the same ads for movies? Maybe like the like 2012. Yeah, well that that was after an act, actually an afterthought. I'm like I need to make this much more cliche. <laughs> so, well, good. Congratulations, guys. Okay, so speaking of pilots, I just have to throw in a thing. I watched the show Flash Forward. Yes, I know it's based on a book, and everyone's going to explain that, but uh, it's actually a pretty good show. So I highly recommend. I don't highly recommend it, but I would recommend you recommend. I, well, I would recommend watching so, the I've, second episode when it comes out. So. <laughs> I've read the book, and it was actually pretty fun, so I'm looking forward to this. It, yeah, it looks good so far. I, I, it's, it's different from the book. From I know the premise of the book, and it's like slightly different, but uh, I think if you like the book, you'd probably like this, I guess. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Did you guys so, see the lost Easter eggs in the pilot? No. No. Yeah, yeah, there's a there lot were, of lost in there. Yeah, there were billboards for Oceanic Airlines and the Hanzo Foundation. Oh, no way. That's cool. Awesome. So here, here's my summary of the Heroes premiere. We didn't feel like watching it, and we watched Dog the Bounty Hunter instead of bothering to flip over to the DVR channel and play Heroes. Oh, yeah. I, I, Pretty much. I didn't get it. It was like, come on. 
I saw it. I, I, you know what? I was watching on Hulu, and I actually stopped halfway through it and went to bed. I never do that. <laughs> then I watched it the next day, and I was like, oh, it didn't get any better. I mean, it's okay. So, it's just not really good, and it'll never be like season one again. What what season are they in now? Five, four, something like that. Well, four. four. Okay, it's so is their one fourth of the, year, but their fifth volume chapter. Yeah. Volume. Yeah. I was just going to ask, I mean, is it like the Star Trek movies where, you know, like only the odd ones were good? Or the even ones, I should say? Oh. No, it, they're more like the Terminator movies where only the second one... No, crap. Um, well, only the ones divisible by seven are worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Only the first season was really great. Because, so, my wife and I are in the middle of season two, and we think it's rather horrible. And yeah. the only Stop. reason we're trudging through it was because we heard season three was better. No. So, the end of season, like, the second half of season three, they have a lot of really good episodes. But overall, the season just isn't, eh, I don't know. They lost it somewhere. Yeah. Very sad, very sad. So, all right. So we've we've had our sci-fi fix. Now we'll go to the other. We'll go from science to uh, <laughs> no, to from from physics to metaphysics. Because we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about, Mike? You've been you're the one who like brought it up last time, so you have to introduce it. We are going to talk about uh, all of our research into the blogthereligions.com podcast, where this guy John Hummel left his faith, which I believe was Mormon. Yes. Which makes complete sense. And then uh, he realized he didn't really know much about any of the other faiths, so he decided that for an entire year, every week, he would uh, do a podcast about a new religion and go attend their their service and interview their, their peeps. There you go. The end. I think what's kind of interesting, too, is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and why he decided to leave the Mormon church was the Mormon church's position on the um, anti-gay marriage. And um, John Hummel always kind of thought that you should leave other people alone. And the fact that everything was getting so political, he just couldn't stomach it, which I think is really interesting. That is interesting. Apparently, nobody else thinks it's cricket, interesting. Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> no, it, it was interesting. It, uncharacteristically deep for this podcast, so. <laughs> yes. So, I didn't know that. I didn't know why he had left. I just knew that he had. And, you know, I can think of 10,000 good reasons to leave the Mormon faith, so uh, I, did, I guess I really didn't question it. So, did you, all right, so did, let's just talk about the podcast overall. Like, did you guys listen to, everyone listened to at least one episode, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, did you – so basically what were your – like the content of the religions aside, of like just kind of the actual, you know, content aside, what did you think of of his like delivery and all that? I I would say he did a really good job. Uh, I liked his set of questions and, and the way he asked them. Uh, you know, a couple of examples, like one of them, he, he asks, uh, how do you guys feel about the Bible? Do you guys take it literally or do you take it more of a, an allegory? Cause you know, that's, that's one of the big, uh, issues that, you know, tends to come up as to, you know, whether people take that word for word or not. So, you know, all these, all these different things that differentiate the religions and a lot of the things that people ask about religions, he, he really seemed to nail. Cool. 
thought it was good that he was very non-judgy and I mean, he must have a really good in-person um, delivery to have all these different um, religions open up to him and, and let him interview them and come see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I, I thought that, uh, right, he was not, even though he's like an atheist, he wasn't, uh, you know, kind of making fun of them or condescending or whatever. He was very respectful of everyone's beliefs. And, uh, and, and I didn't get the slightest hint of him being a jerk, which I appreciated. Is he an atheist now? Yes. Oh, okay. So, Craig, since you listened to, like, 74 episodes, do you want to start us? <laughs> sure. You can only really talk about one. I know, I know. Well, I'll tell you what I listen to, but I only want to talk about one of them. Uh, can I? Because I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, like, just because I can listen to them while I work. And uh, so I just had a whole bunch of them, and I just kind of blew through them. Um, I listen to Jehovah's Witnesses, Harry Krishna, Southern Baptist, St. Pete's Atheist Free Thought Group, which actually is not a religion, and I thought they were pretty... Uh, pretty self-congratulatory, but I won't even go into that. Uh, Church of Satan and People's Spiritualism Church. I have like a couple of sentences about each one, but I want to talk about the Church of Satan because I'll, I'll just tell you what I learned. This is, Are there a lot of orphans in the Church of Satan? No, it, it's way different than you think. The Church of Satan, okay, does not actually worship Satan. Like to call Church of Satan members Satan worshipers is wrong because it's actually an atheist organization where it's an atheist organization based on kind of like having the best life you can possibly have. And uh, <clears throat> and it's really, they're uh, very much, like they consider th- things like sin and so forth in the Church of Satan to be like, you know, stupidity and kind of like, you know, banality, stuff like that. Like where you're just like kind of, if you t- took like, any possible spiritualist spiritualism out of the world at all, it's like, you know, that's kind of what Church of Satan is. They don't actually believe in an, an entity called Satan, which I personally believe makes it uh, somewhat false advertising because you don't actually get to worship Satan. <clears throat> Excuse me, you don't get to worship Satan. It's really, uh, it's for, the, the founder said basically that people don't need god but they do need ritual so it's got kind of rituals that uh fill that void for people and the woman who uh he interviewed she was a magistra in the church of satan which is actually a very satanic sounding uh uh, title she used to be a priestess and then she became a magistra uh she uh the all all i can say about her is that it sounded like she'd smoked for about 75 years because she had a very gravelly voice She's like, I am a magistrate in the Church of Satan. You know. So anyway, are you sure she was a she? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure because he kept referring. How sure? She. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> so anyway, that that's my uh, I, I Church of Satan. That's what I did. Why do they call themselves Church of Satan? Did they ever say? Um. Why did they pick Satan? Uh, I don't remember, but it, it had nothing. It. I, you know, I, I'm not even sure they said that. I, I don't think he, they actually said why they chose Satan. It, because the guy the guy who founded it founded it as the Church of Satan. Oh, and one other thing is that they get offended when people accuse them of being Satan worshippers because they said that Satan worshipping is actually a very Christian thing. Not that Christians worship Satan, but they kind of invented Satan worshipping. So they find, since they're atheists, being you know, accused of Satan worshipping is actually quite insulting to them. So why don't they call themselves the Church of Atheists? Well, there, well, there are, there are, well, I don't know. They, 
<laughs> Saint Pete. Maybe it's false advertising on purpose to get your attention. Yeah, it is Satan. Come on. <laughs> so okay, that's mine. So next. So I'm gonna counter Craig's long spiel with a short one. So, but I'm gonna start this with a completely unrelated story. So in college, there was a uh, campus pagan group. Paco. Yeah, the pagan campus organization, and. They really annoyed the crap out of me because they weren't very serious about being pagan and they were very serious about just pissing on the Christians. And I didn't get very far into the Wicca episode because they pretty much did the same thing. Like, they didn't talk lots about what Wicca was. They talked lots about how inferior other religions must be (laughs) that they don't like having Wiccans around. (laughs) So I went through, like, 10 or 15 minutes of that, and I was like, okay. And uh, I'll be honest, I switched it off. So I was really disappointed. I I really would have liked to have heard a lot more and learned something about Wicca, but the the intro was literally just a nonstop repetition of how crappy normal churches must be. The end. Hmm. Nice. And plus, the guy they interviewed no longer had a coven, so um, they weren't, I guess they're entering a practicing, but not officially in a group to practice with Wiccan. Hmm. Alright, who's next? Anyone? Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'm next on the list, I guess. Um, so I listened to the Jehovah's Witnesses podcast, which uh, wasn't nearly as interesting, well, not as unsettling, I guess, as I had expected based on my only experiences with them, which is knocking on my door. Um, as as uh, John Hummel said, the, the podcast host, they're, they're you know, pretty down-to-earth people, just like most of the, he says most of the uh, religious people that he's interviewed. Um, basically, they the faith started when they decided that the whatever faith that they were with didn't follow the Bible to the letter, which is I find kind of humorous because it seems to me a lot of religions are like, oh yeah, we we're the only faith that you know goes by the Bible perfectly, um, but that's what these guys do. Um, as I said before, he asked them, you know, how literal do you take the Bible? And I thought the guy was fairly competent in answering the question. He said, no, we, we take it word for word. Um, but he does say that some people misinterpret sometimes what those words mean. Uh, and the example he used was, you know, how the heaven and earth was created in seven days. You know, he says nowhere in there does it say that was seven 24-hour days. <clears throat> and he even quoted another part of the Bible which talked about, you know, a day being, you know, many millennia of years so um, they don't believe in hell or purgatory because they're not in the Bible according to them I don't know because I haven't read the whole thing and they say instead you pay for your sins through death and once you die you you know like I said you don't go to purgatory or hell or even heaven or anything Uh, apparently after Armageddon and that whole hoopla uh, as told in Revelations that's when Jehovah which is what they call God uh, comes down and resurrects a predetermined number of people, and they all get to live on a perfect earth under his law. So, uh, just you know what? You oh. know what my problem with that's always been. If that's a predetermined number, but there are more and more and more Jehovah's Witnesses, it's a losing proposition. Yes, and I mean, they're they're aware like, of that, and they don't seem to be bothered by it. And furthermore, it it seems that you know there's no. 
it's it's not about like how good you were or how many doors you knocked on or anything. It's it's God's choice as to who who stays and who goes. So you know, it's not even it's not even like oh, if I knock on the most doors, I'm guaranteed to get in. So yeah, it is kind of a a losing battle, especially since the the final number is in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it's 144,000, precisely. Oh, okay. Well, do you know how some uh, uh, religions kind of like get around that number? Because it actually says in the Book of Revelation, 144,000. Uh, the number 12 biblically is like kind of the number of like universality. So it's like 12 times 12, which is like you know kind of like, 144. Yeah, which is but I mean it's like but the but the significance of multiplying 12 by 12 is like it's a you know a big deal it's like saying you know like 10 times 10 times 10 you know and then 1000 is basically the biblical equivalent of infinity so uh, you basically it's like saying it's this number of completeness multiplied by the number of completeness which is extra complete multiplied by 1000 which basically picks up all the slack so just just so you know that's that's something they take literally that other religions do not so I don't know. I think twelve by twelve is just gross. Twelve by. I thought Calvinism came like, up with the whole one hundred forty-four thousand. No, it's it's out of the Bible. It's, it's twelve tribes of Israel. Yeah, yada, well, yada, yada, but oh, okay. no, seriously, I want I want to take this back to my pun. All yeah, right. it was a good pun, Pat. I liked it. I appreciated it. All right, I feel better. Thanks. It, it really was a good pun. Uh, but yeah, twelve tribes of Israel, twelve disciples. You know. 12 months in a year. 12 kind of comes up a lot. So anyway. So so you guys sound like biblical experts. Uh, is hell really not in the Bible? No, hell's in the Bible. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Jehovah's Witnesses say it's not. Well, maybe they chose to like throw out a couple books here and there. Well, in, that's why that's why I find it humorous that they and so many other religions are like, oh, we're, we're the ones who follow the Bible exactly. And they all seem to really just pick and choose. It is. Well, it's funny. One of the things they did mention on the Jehovah's Witness one, Mike, was that uh, they, the different translations of the Bible that they used, and one of the guy, one of the elders there, he was talking about that he used the New Jerusalem Bible, and that's a Catholic translation, which is kind of funny because the Catholic Bible has books in it that uh, the Protestant Bibles don't, uh, right. and uh, so and the the whole thing about like purgatory and stuff is actually in those books. So that's like kind of where that goes and uh, some of the other more uh, controversial things are in those uh, deuterocanonical books so just just so you, so, you know FYI yeah, that's that's funny ha 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 Lori I actually listened to the podcast about the Baha'i faith um, it followed a different format than a lot of his other ones he actually went to like an introductory um, talk that was given at one of the Baha'i centers, and so most of the podcast was just recordings of the talk that was given um, in different spots when, like, they were reciting things, and he wanted to make sure that the listeners could really hear it. He would actually like voice over it. Um, the audio was okay. There were some spots that I couldn't really hear, but um, overall, it was it was interesting. Um, the Baha'i faith is a monotheistic faith, and they kind of have the idea that the other monotheistic religions are right, like everyone's right, and everyone has a point. Um, so their whole thing is about unity, and why can't we all just get along? Um, one interesting thing is they don't believe in like 
like a aesthetic life or being a monk or anything, being out in the world and doing good is how they practice their religion. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. I really like how you spell Baha'i. That's how they spell it. <laughs> I know, no, I I just I think it's cool. It, it's very reminiscent of Stargate where they have like, you know, if you put some if things become far more exotic if you put apostrophes interspersed in them. That's true. The the religion was actually founded in Iran and um their main prophet was born in 1817. Oh, really? So it's actually a pretty recent movement. That's interesting. Really, 18... Yeah. I, I thought Baha'i was, like, ancient, but I guess not. Is, is it... Does it have... A, I have a new take on everything that's been old. You know? Everything old is new again. Are they an offshoot of uh, Islam at all? I mean, they believe... They believe the tenets of Islam. They believe the tenets of Judaism. They believe the tenets of Christianity. They just kind of put it all together. They're the ultimate Semites. Yep. <laughs> wow. That was a very brainy uh brainy segment much uh <laughs> more so than usual so i know so go us so good all right guys so i think we did everybody feel like they learned something yes yes no does everyone well i, I did from listening to you guys i should have picked a different episode i think well you should have done like craig and listened to them all well i only listened to the ones <laughs> that were on my itunes feed but uh I'm surprised no one did Scientology. Eh. You know, what, what, what is there to say? <laughs> I w- Tom Cruise jumping on couches. Yeah, that's right. Lori, you're going to find your credit rating slashed now. Sorry. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> I love Scientology. Scientology is awesome. Exactly. Let- I love my things. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting that he's like in the Tampa area and he was able to like find all these... Um, groups to talk to in the Tampa area. Well, is it is it a Clearwater? Uh, well, is uh, oh oh yeah right right. He, I, the John Humley mean I thought I, I yeah because yeah, Clearwater. Is, <laughs> you yeah. thought you meant Tom Cruise? I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I was thinking well, they, they kicked him out of California. So well, I, I did. I, oh, uh, Tom Cruise. He, they should kick him out of Earth. But uh, no, but <laughs> careful. Be careful what you say. Clearwater. Yeah, there goes Craig. Hear that sucking sound? That's Craig's credit. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Craig eating his hat finally. <laughs> no, no the, I'd say Clearwater, Florida, I think, is the, uh, the the headquarters of Scientology. That's all I wanted to say. It is. Yeah, it is. So maybe that's why. It, 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 Tam- the Tampa area seems to be very religious. I don't know. Maybe that's just a coincidence, but uh, it's very religious. So you know what? You know what's even more... Uh, I don't know. I can't fail. How are you going to segue this? Yeah. All right. Hold yeah, on. Your segue sucks. Craig, that was lame. Just like the lamest news of the week. I don't want to go first this time because I had to go first on all the other ones just because I happened to put my stuff in first. So I want to go after first. Well, no, you went first because that's how I set up the PowerPoint document. I mean, the right. I was going to say it clearly says right after lame news, Craig. So do I have to go next? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, fine. Go ahead. Okay. Let's the I, I obeyed the rules. I only found one, but it was awesome. This was Yay. this is the most awesome news story I've ever heard in my entire life. 
uh, it, it was accompanied by a video. So the, the headline is Spider Bugs Pope in Prague. So there was the the Pope was giving a uh, speech to uh, an audience in Prague, which is in the Czech Republic, this past Saturday, and uh, was the Czech Republic formerly known as Czechoslovakia? Very good. Um, well, part of it was yeah. Slovakia was also formerly known as Czechoslovakia, but anyway. So the whoops, the Pope was. Uh, giving a speech and while he was giving a speech this little spider was crawling around on his uh on his chasuble and uh what's what's a chasuble like, on his wife his robe it's like a robe that a priest wears it it it's the pope equivalent of a habit exactly it's just like it's like a think of it as like his uh dress it's like a dress that a woman wears when she's pregnant except for he's the pope and not pregnant <laughs> okay. His papal mumu. Yeah, his papal mumu. Uh, so anyway, this. So anyway, this spider bit the. Pole no, no, no. The spider no, developed no, no. all these abilities, and he. Oh, <laughs> Was it a radioactive spider? Yeah. That would no, be awesome. No, but the. Th- no, but the like, nin, 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 I am Pope Man. No, but the, like, uh, it's even better than that. If the so the Pope or the, the Pope, uh, the spider was crawling around on the Pope. And uh, so the whole thing is crawling on the pole. But no, the the whole thing is he didn't even. Oh, now I know what I'm going to sing my daughter tomorrow. (laughs) So (laughs) the Pope didn't even notice the spider crawling around on him. And it said that at one point it like crawled on his ear and he swatted it. But if you watch the video, you can see him start to raise his hand. But then it goes to the to the horrified looking audience like everyone had, i was gonna ask about that because yeah it did say that he swatted at it at one point and i i only saw the beginning of a hint of a swat. yeah exactly but so he he, he kind of swatted but then he's like but the, then it shows the audience and they're all looking at each other in horror because someone wants to be like you know how do you tell the pope hey you've got a spider on you but then the whole the funniest thing is that it was like there the whole time and uh it like as he walked out it was like hanging from him like by like a web so which was kind of funny so and i saw one like youtube video about this where they showed this but trying to say that somehow this was like symbolic it was like god sending a message you know kind of whatever so see our previous uh segment but anyway so the the spider bugs the pope in prague pat okay excellent all right it's mine this is like a story from today Apparently this weekend, someone made a Facebook poll about assassinating Obama. What? what? Do, I have to, do I have to add anything to this? Wow. That's very bad. They're like, should Obama be assassinated? No, yes, maybe, yes, if he screws up my health care. How about no? <laughs> How about no and you should be arrested? So the Secret Service is going to... They, they've taken the poll... So there's a poll-making app which they've taken down temporarily while they figure out where this guy was, and the Secret Service is probably going to go have a little chat with him. We don't joke about that. Yeah, the way, the way they talked about it really cracked me up. I don't think they have it in the exact... I saw a bunch of articles about it today. Um, the, my favorite, the Secret Service is going to reach out to the poll author was my favorite statement of it. Yeah, reach out with their fist. <laughs> They're going to reach out and touch someone. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine it's a bad idea. So I wouldn't do that if I were you, and I don't condone it, but it does make pretty funny, uh, you know, lame news. Yes, it seems like it's in quite poor taste. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty lame. That guy is lame. 
First bit. That guy's really lame. Mr. Swindler. Uh, so mine, I think, is from uh, last week. Um, so you guys are all aware that when Apple rolled out their 2.0 software for the iPhone, they started touting how businesses can use it now. You know, you can make your own applications for it. Uh, we have Exchange support now and all this and that. Well, apparently, uh, this one business apparently uh, had its app rejected from the App Store, and when they wrote to Apple saying, hey, what's, what's going on, uh, the, you know, Apple wrote back and said that iPhone apps aren't business tools and are not meant for business use. What? So, it's, yeah, that seems like kind of an about face uh, on their previous take. Um, the quote is, the iTunes store sells only to customers as end users for personal, non-commercial use, which seems completely ludicrous based on you know, some of their advertisement and such. Wow. So is that for real? I mean, that's for real. Huh. Wow. I was trying to, I was trying to remember that the beginning is kind of vague. It says, so the, the article reads, forget that Apple has been carefully courting businesses and business users. Forget that the iTunes App Store has over 78 pages of business-specific applications. Apple is insisting to one very disappointed Swedish customer that its iPhone apps aren't business tools and are not meant for business use. That's ridiculous. I mean, they even have a business category in the App Store. <laughs> it's like they just don't want to play with that one company, so they're just telling them it doesn't exist. Yeah. Did they tell us what the application was that was rejected? No, I don't believe so. It, it was. I, I was wondered if you have, if, say, you have a like an application for your business. You know, you want to write something and kind of give it to all your salespeople or something. How do you distribute it except through the iTunes Store? What if you don't want everybody to have it? There is a secondary means for distributing. Uh, you know, to roll out just within your company, because you know, say you say you had a company, you know, Craig Bossy's widgets, yeah. and you developed an app that's specific to your company. No one else would have any use for it, even if it was on the App Store. No one would buy it, um, or it has some intellectual property that you don't want anybody else to get their hands on. Uh, you can distribute it through your own infrastructure within your company without rolling it out through the app, uh, yeah, iTunes App Store. Oh, okay. I, I was wondering about so, that. They made they made a pretty big deal of that in the beginning. It sounds like this guy was trying to to post or trying to submit an, a business application that wasn't like proprietary and got turned down. And again, the it's not the fact that he got turned down. Tons of apps have gotten turned down. Uh, it's the reasoning behind why it got turned down doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. They should just I I don't know I don't like the. All, how much they turn stuff down, you know. I mean, like, you know, it's like I, I have this awesome thing, and if Apple's like having a bad day, then they're like, "Oh, you can't have it. Screw you." Well, yeah, there's there's a couple issues here. You know, in this case, it's the fact that uh, the reasoning that they give behind it is completely ludicrous. You have so many applications out there that are strictly targeted for business use. I mean, look at all the medical apps that they show on their commercials. You know, like the ones that show the MRIs and the X-rays and stuff. Um, the other issue, I think, is, like you say, you can put all this time and effort into this really great app, take Google Voice, for instance, and, you know, have it rejected after the fact. There there aren't, a, you know, clear enough guidelines that you can make an app with a reasonable amount of certainty that it will get approved. Right. 
that's but in this case the guy the guy you're talking about was trying to claim tax credits in Sweden or someplace, right? Uh, well, it says the incident arose because the sales records from iTunes did not include information required for reclaiming the value-added tax, a European sales tax. That doesn't sound like a problem with him. That just sounds like a problem over there. Right. Maybe, maybe it's not meant for business use in Europe. How's that? I think we've solved Yeah, but they didn't say that. But they should have. They should have. There we go. See? Why can't they have just like consulted me? Then it would have solved all the problems. It's like, yeah, this is meant for business apps, just not in Europe. They don't have business in Europe. The uh, the apps are on the run with Roman Polanski in Europe. <laughs> That's right. Are you saying the iPhone apps it raped a thirteen year old girl? It could pre- have. Wow. That would be an iPhone app that would probably get rejected. Exactly. That eventually. Was so, that was really lame. That, I vote that to be the lamest. But you, but Lori hasn't done hers yet, so you're not allowed to vote yet. Oh, mine isn't lame. It's awesome. It's, it's an absentee vote. Uh-huh. Lori's was pretty awesome. Um, mine is a slideshow on um, some different tech tattoos, and some of them are really pretty awful. Um, Patrick has a uh, barcode tattoo. So I thought he would be most interested in this one. So the slideshow has um, some different ones. I don't know if you guys want to scroll through with me, but there's like a an Apple symbol with a power button in the Apple, and it says "Think Different." You're not actually going to go through every single tattoo, are you? No. Um, okay. There's some. There's some that have binary. Um, what does that binary say around the power symbol? Geek porn. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I had to look it up. Don't worry. Well, it said it. Um. it well, it, it, it said it in the. Uh, did you actually like, translate it, or did you just look? No, like, cause, I just looked in the paragraph. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you were like, I looked it up. It's like, wow, th- you didn't need to do that much work. <laughs> actually, yeah. Lori already knew how to say geek porn in ones and zeros. Uh, I like the uh, I like the HTML image tag, where it says image. I mean, they did it wrong, but image source equals tattoo.jpg. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yep. The worst. Uh, I thought oh. Craig would like the uh, Triforce symbol. I did. That was really classy. I have to say, the worst one though, where like I don't know, like just like the worst tattoo value was the guy who had uh, the blue screen of death on his arm. I mean, it was just like all over the place. It was terrible. But wait, Swindler, what are you complaining about with the image source one? Is it just because they didn't have a closing slash? I mean, they didn't say it was XHTML compliant. No, I thought it's. I thought I read image dot source as if it were like JavaScript or C. It's but written, upon second viewing, I think the S is just a little squirrely. Maybe it's written in XAML, so it's okay. <laughs> I think my least favorite is the USB symbol. It's just it's too big and yeah, blocky. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I just found the blue screen of death. That one is kind of stupid. Yeah, it's stupid and just like yeah, it's just too much. It, it's like. And his arm's not blue. I mean, come on. It's like the pale screen of death. <laughs> it's the I didn't white really like the light socket one either. Yeah, yeah that one's kind of weird. The electrical outlet, yeah. Yeah, people, it just goes to show people have way too much time on their hands. Pat, I have to say that your barcode at least rivals those in awesomeness. So at, at the very worst, it's better than most of those. So, Pat, do you care to share on the air what your barcode stands for? Oh, sure, it's from King Size Skittles. Nice. 
that would yeah i get a text message do you like skittles i'm like uh yeah but uh i hope you don't buy me any because you're in vegas no he just got it tattooed on him it, is it actually a uh like if you scanned in your barcode would it actually work I don't think so, because I jumped once when they were tattooing me, so one of the lines is fat, and it's supposed to be a thin line. We did try to scan him at the grocery store one day. But they don't stock uh, king-size Skittles there. Oh. <laughs> did it, well, did it at least beep? No. No. no uh, and she even used the handheld one. But still oh, you, you mean you had, you had cooperation? <laughs> I had cooperation from our... Um, our cashier, who was actually pretty good-natured about it. Well, what I want to know is, you know, how come they let you take your pants off in the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, and for our viewers who don't get that, it's actually on my left arm, not anywhere else. Oh. Uh-huh. So, let's vote. Who gets the lamest news of the week? I, I vote the Apple thing. I vote, I vote for Apple. I vote for Obama. That is pretty. I vote for Obama. Oh, it's a tie. Oh, it's a tie. So let's put a poll up in Facebook to uh, determine. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, the Secret Service will come and get you. And then after that, Tom Cruise will have his way with you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that was, a, that was kind of exciting to be there. <laughs> hey, as I said before, you take it where you can get it. <laughs> so... All right, I, I have to. I know it's we're getting kind of close to the end here, but uh, I I collected some old uh, some old feedback that we had, some old listener mail, and we got an email a while back, and I could not find it for the life of me. Where it was actually pretty good email, and I referred to it once, where someone sent us something very complimentary and asked a question, and I lost the email. So, so I didn't get this email. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, no, I think you did, but uh, you just I mean, maybe I you're just it. illiterate. So, um, <laughs> so I I got a couple of. Uh, <laughs> emails, and I just thought maybe we could read these and uh, just thank our <laughs> listeners. So the first one, I don't even remember what this one was. It was from June 19th. It says, hi, did you register nonakeddogs.com? Is it available? Sincerely, Lou. <laughs> I think that might have been spam, but I thought it was pretty funny. Wow. Did well, we talk about no naked dogs? I don't, or? I don't know. Did we? Did, did, uh, did you register nonakeddogs.com? No. I don't think we ever talked I didn't. about no. I did. You did. I did not. No, I. Yeah. Mike, did you? Uh, no, I registered cheesetalktothedentist.com. You did not. Did okay. you really? Well, <laughs> no. Lou, wherever you are, no, we didn't. We didn't register it. So sure, go see if it's available. <laughs> so somebody owns nonakeddogs.com for sure, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that was actually someone had listened to it. I think it was just crap, but uh, it was fun. So then I had a great email thread from our loyal listener, Bill. Uh, and Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. And so, Bill, this email, it was like a back and forth between Bill and me. It was actually, he sent it just to me, but I, I had to share can I Can I say something to yeah. Bill? Uh, ChiefsTalkToTheDentist.com is uh, available. Oh, Bill, so if you if you want to go grab that, feel keep free. Keep that in mind, Bill. So um, I want to step back to the no naked dogs one. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think that was total crap because uh, the registrant is Domains by Proxy Incorporated, registered through Tweak Geeks. Huh? Huh? So 
Uh, there's at least some reason for them coming to us, although they definitely picked the wrong tweaks and geeks. Isn't that interesting? Oh, well, there we go. Ui, interessante. Ah, okay, well, very cool. Uh, that that would be why. Okay, so they weren't listening to our podcast. They just saw us on the registrar. Great. Uh, <laughs> so um, I, I'd have to say Lou needs to probably do better at uh, this, so... Okay. All right, so this is this anyway, back to yeah, Bill. This email thread is from Bill. So this is this came from Bill on September sixteenth. So I'm on Amazon looking at a great album by Kevin Gallagher, a very talented classical guitarist that I must hate forever. I don't know why. And I see Is he talented? I, I, I don't know. He says very talented. I don't know. But, on top. Yeah, it's, this, it's just kind of it was a parenthetical statement. Uh, and I see this ad for <laughs> worldvision.org where you can sponsor livestock for people in other countries. On the ad, next to a picture of a happy little boy clutching a goat, they have the following quote. My very own... Or I'll say it in orphan speak. Or, or, yeah. <laughs> My very own goat saved the family from hunger. That's Tabani, age 11, an orphan in Zimbabwe. And then Bill writes, and my first thought is, what family? You're an orphan. <laughs> and then I wrote back after thinking about this, and I had a thought that uh, I just I said, I just also thought about this. My mother is an orphan because my grandparents are dead. So uh, and then it just I had a conversation with people at work, and they said that no, your mother's not an orphan. You know, you have to be a child to be an orphan. But I think that I think that my right. My mother, Craig said he thought about it, but apparently not very hard. Well, I, <laughs> I did, and I think I'm right. But so because he had a spider on his ear. That's right. Well, anyway, so then uh, radioactive spider. So then Bill. So Craig, you just got owned by Google, where define colon orphan said a child who has lost both. Parents. Yes, but my argument is is that when, when you are <laughs> arguing with the Goog. My argument is. Now you're going to piss off Secret Service, no, 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 no. the Google, and Tom Cruise. No, my argument is that if, if you are a parent and your uh, offspring has grown up, you refer to them as your child. My father would still say, you know, Craig is my child. Or Mike's parents would still say, Mike is, you know, our child. You know, Pat, Pat and Lori's parents would still say, well, they, since they were actually hatched rather than uh, born, they're not... Oh, <laughs> No, so anyway, that's... I sprung out of my father's head completely full grown. Exactly. <laughs> See? And speaking of Greek, uh, apparently that's the origin of the word orphan, which is a child permanently bereaved of his or her parents. Yeah. So I... Th- is it Orpheus? Orpheus? I can't, I can't read Greek. Huh. But anyway, so then Bill replied, hey, so's mine. You're right. Orphans suck. So, uh... <laughs> Parent, which which incidentally says, Bill, I hate to tell the, tell you this, but you told us that your mom sucks. So I, I just don't know. But anyway, but that was just our thing. I, I like that. So anyway, the real point was that uh, the child's orphan was saved from hunger from that girl. So I'd like it if you can like pick the livestock you're buying. You can. <laughs> Really? That's awesome. Cause, like, I'd want to send totally inappropriate livestock. Like, like a rhinoceros? <laughs> like a chinchilla? <laughs> like cows are really expensive. Chickens send them a chinchilla. Are... Here, you can make yourself a coat. <laughs> For your fingernail. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <gasps> Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> another chinchilla? <laughs> oh, wow. What? 
It's actually yeah. a really cool charity. Thank you, sir. Could my rhinoceros <laughs> needs cleaning? Could you please send another? <laughs> uh, very good. Okay. Uh, well, I we're I, we're up to an hour and six minutes, so that's probably enough for our listener. Wow! I just want to point out that the going rate for a goat and two chickens is a hundred dollars. Wow! Couldn't you just send them the? Uh, like the meat for just a few bucks. If you imagine, well, no, imagine this. You. Well, no, I mean, you have the goat to get milk, and you have the chickens for eggs. Craig, please, they want fresh meat. <laughs> you know how long it takes to ship stuff to Zimbabwe. No, all you have to do is get some, pack it in some dry ice, and you just freeze it. Or just send them jerky. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, DHL ships ships to Zimbabwe, right, Pat? Because they're international. Probably, but they don't. And DHL ships alcohol. But they don't ship from the United States, do they? Yeah, they ship from the United States. Does not do it? They just don't ship. It's not within. Yeah. Oh. I'm just saying we could send them some Halloween ale. A goat and two chickens. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, they don't, they don't let me select livestock, so this site is crap. I know another site you can select whatever you want, like a cow or... Like I'd want to send a cow to an orphan in Los Angeles or something. <laughs> Oh, you have to send it to an orphan? What if you don't think orphans deserve anything? Oh. <laughs> oh my. All right. Well, thank you I'm for listening know. to Tweaking Geek. Uh, you can find us on the web at www.tweakinggeek.com. You can email us at tg at tweakandgeek.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail on our Google Voice at one six seven eight nine 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 six three two one. I don't think you think toll charges may apply. I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think you need to dial a one. So, so whatever. Well, you know. So you can also find us on Twitter at Tweaking Geek, and we're also on Facebook. So maybe it might be more efficient next time just to tell people where we how they can't get hold of us. <laughs> we don't have a MySpace page. We're not on Friendster. What about and you cannot get to us Bingo. through dogs naked something dog. No naked dog. No naked dogs. Can't find us on GeoCity or Bright Kite or Tripod. <laughs> no, actually, in second thought, we should just say how they can find us. <laughs> yes, because then we have to talk about really dumb social networks. All right, so so I have a shout out. Okay. I would like to shout out to Pat and Lori. Uh, thank you guys for sending Leah the little shirt. It's awesome. Oh, you got it? Oh, yeah. Oh. She probably can't fit into it quite yet, but... No, 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 really but, cute. you know, it's better to be too big than too small. Excellent. Because we're planning on having a boy next. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can really plan on that. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you watching from home, uh, the shirt says something to the effect of, yes, I know I'm beautiful or something gorgeous. It's like a thought bubble. Oh. That's so, so cute. I don't think that would work for a boy. How adorable. Well, it, it could. Boys don't know when they're beautiful. Uh, some of them do. Oh, okay. Very nice. All right, the podcast is over. Anyway, thanks. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Good night. Good night. night. Greg, where'd you go, man? Uh, I the second I hit record, uh, Pamela and Skype froze. <laughs>
So, and, and you guys just... Did you, did, you, did you catch them alone in the corner of the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, you're such a filthy whore. Oh, yes, look at that. Cette appelle sera en l'agissile. Oh, it's not hilarious. I wonder why it's in French. <laughs> because you said it to French, Tari. Oh, okay. I think you have Alzheimer's. Who said that? <laughs> Lori. Yeah, um, <laughs> one of the other girls on this call. <laughs> exactly. See, I do have Alzheimer's. Are you guys ready? Do we look ready? I can't see you. Okay. Welcome to Tweaking Geek number 31. Yeah, Pat, that's where you come in. Oh, yeah. You fail. Let's try that again. Welcome to Tweaking Geek 2 to the 5th minus 1. I'm sorry, that, that, that scientific notation just blew my mind. <laughs> it actually wasn't scientific notation, because if that were the case, I would have said uh, 2 times 10 to the... 3.2 times 10 Yeah, that. To the yeah, exactly, yeah. Can you even do 31... 3.1 times... Oh, if I had yeah, a big hook right now, you guys would both be off this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, you are not allowed to talk anymore. When If a wraith came to suck out my life, I would actually be more vibrant afterwards. So, welcome to, yeah, welcome to Tweaking Geek. I'm, are you ready? Oh, I thought we, I are thought, we starting are over? Can we do it? Let's redo that it. was good. Oh, come on. That was no, awesome. That's, all right. No, that's all good uh, outtake stuff. Fail. Welcome to Tweaking Geek... 3.1 times 10 to the 5. To the 5? So no, 30, I screwed 30, that 30, up. 31,000? Wow. <laughs> well, I'm one of your hosts, Craig. No, no, well, no. Oh, come on. You, where, you guys... Where are we coming from? <laughs> you, you, Pat hasn't said where well, we're coming you got, from. You guys get one more chance, then, then you... So isn't that 3.1 3. times 10 to the 1? Yes. Yeah. This number sucks inside. Let's yeah. just go. All right. All right. It's not Welcome. getting any better. 5. Welcome to... Okay. Jesus. Insert. Lamest news of the week. Do 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 beep. You guys are retarded. Beep. I like poof and cheese. Beep. I don't even think we'll need to edit this one. <laughs> Beep. There aren't many religions where you eat your god. 